This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you're not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What is poppin' everybody? And welcome back to another special episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Well, you know, it's me and my only friends. What is poppin', Burke? Well, address address everybody correctly. This is now the Only Friends Pickleball Squad. All right, we roll deep in these streets. We play, play till pickleball. 2 o'clock in the morning. Now, Conrad, that's, you got that's, our friends here. that's simply not true. You... You played the fine game, my man. We saw a clip of this yesterday. You, young Landon Tice. Who wouldn't get the fuck out of the way? Our friend Pooh on the sidelines. You side would lines. not have made it if we slow-moed that down. Listen, you can't put a sl- say slow-mo because I can reach the whole court. Within what? Like what are a, you, Elastigirl? <laughs> you have no idea. Oh, man. It's like I'm very, very fast. Oh, no, you're choppy. It's choppy. It's... Oh, when I back. put up the lower third, he's, it's weird. Uh, he's oh, moving too like fast. It's fine now, the... but if I put up his lower third, yeah. he'll do it again. Hmm. Maybe we should get Andre back. Remember Andre? Who's Andre? Who? Oh, the Malaysian ankle biter. Does he live here still? Or he's our father who abandoned us. He's in Vegas. He just, what? Uh, he's in Vegas? And yeah. he hasn't been to say hello to us or anything? He's, he's getting our, the milk. He's, stra- <laughs> he's our estranged father, What's Melissa? What's wrong with him? Why does he hate us? Questions I've asked myself all my life. I'm sorry, what? Is Melissa taking testosterone? She seems very aggressive. <laughs> Muscle mommy. <laughs> Muscle mommy. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to fight Andre so with now those. I have to lose weight because my goddamn going all to my goddamn chin. You are so small. You are small. <laughs> yeah, but my chin's the size of Don Vito's. It doesn't make any sense. Ugh. Oh, man. Just like looking at you in that shot in, in the chair, you look like a little pocket person. It was like a bad posture. <laughs> Is that... Really, a thing? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a pocket pussy. <laughs> Are there sorry, pocket I, people sorry, out don't there? let me talk about myself like that anymore. It was, it was a, <laughs> it was a reference that only Lamana would get to uh, Dana Carvey's stand-up. He's like, "Oh, you're so small. I'm gonna put you in my pocket, feed you an M M&M. and M. You gotta work on those rear doubts. Wow, even Lamana can't get it. I have been. Yeah, you gotta keep going. You, you work look- on your rear delts. I do. So I have good posture. You've been, you've been working at torture. Yeah. Yeah. What a name for a gym. This is the posture group. Everyone there is juiced up. When are you going to join us at Pickleball? Whenever I get invited. I've converted everybody here, but you and Bob. You're always invited. Never got an invite. Why why don't you invite him? Because you're afraid he'll be too good. No. (laughs) I've seen the man in action. We go at 10 p.m. Do you know how far asleep he is at 10 p.m.? Oh, yeah. At least three hours. When's your bedtime? Seven. Now. Stop. (laughs) It's not seven. What are you, three years old? Uh, I'm only three. Um, I mean, sometimes it's eleven o'clock. What time do you fall asleep on the couch, Brian? Oh, that's different. Seven. We call that we call that an appetizer. Okay, so that that's a little little pregame before the real sleep. Okay, (laughs) he's got an appetizer. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I can't believe you people watch this show really every single <laughs> <before, you know? laughs> Wait, do we have the clip on deck, Guapo, please? Uh, I don't. Was it sent to me? What? Oh, that's oh, good. Good job. Yeah, way good to go. job, Burgess. man. Jeez, for one second, I, t- I try to look at the chat and I just get roasted. Yeah. Uh, um, you can, check my, you can check my Was Twitter. It sent to me? 
It it was sent to the somewhere. ether, the group, the maybe? Twitter sphere. All right, I'll check Lando's. Uh, Let's check my Twitter. Twitter here. Yeah, yeah, Landon's Twitter is the best place for no, sure. I think well, Guapo and I talked about you know getting into some pickleball, and yeah. I mean you know we're really? yeah. we, we've hardly good. ever played at all, so we're so pretty much bad. on the same level. You're not. So, so is Melissa. I have my moments, but like I'm I, on the same I level can't really Guapo. string it together. No. Like I have like a few good shots, but like my overall is like not good. You played like three mm. times. Yeah. Okay then. She had teacher be, Tammy last night. I should be really good mm -hmm. by now. <laughs> Why? Because I want to be good at things instantly. Yeah. Mm, I got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she has a tennis background. That makes Barely, her Barely, though. Good. I was varsity at a school of like 60 people. Uh, there was this one kid who played with us yesterday. Together. Yeah. Okay, here we go. We have Conrad okay. in action. Conrad looking good. We call that oh, a dead nice dink. Play, where I'm from. Okay, here we go. Attack. Right. Oh, no. Oh, geez. Geez. oh, no. Oh, my God. You got there after it hit him. Mm -hmm. He just set you up real well, nice. That doesn't matter, That ball has to hit the ground, and I'll be at the back of the fucking Maybe. gate ready to hit it. I'm sorry. What, what do you think you're going to do back there if the ball does hit the ground? It bounces a little bit, and I get it. No. And then what? Well, then we back to the other side. Then we have to hope it goes inbounds and reset. That ball that Conrad hit that lobbed up for Berkey. That was clearly just going to sail out of the back. It, it was it was going out of bounds. Berkey chose to put probably, that right into true. your face. No, that's true. Because Berkey, Berkey had to jump for it. Like, it was just wow. going. It was just going to sail out of bounds. But instead, he's like, no, sorry, Landon. Spike. Yeah, that, that's, that's actually true. Uh, and, you can see. And if like, you watch the reaction, yeah. I thought I hit him in the face, and there was no remorse. <laughs> just instantaneous laughter. Look at, the, look at Conrad's hand, like, up in the air. Like, he's like, oh, man. I got to start moving. <laughs> I, I I really wish here's the thing, like Landon hasn't played that much pickleball. He has a very natural talent for it. Like he understands the strategy relatively well and he's really just good at being long. I was gonna say and, his wingspan is like nine yeah. feet. Conrad doesn't he approaches pickleball <laughs> much the same as he approaches poker. He doesn't give a fuck about strategy. <laughs> He doesn't give one, He doesn't give one <laughs> iota of a shit so, about strategy. He that. has just decided that he's God's gift to the game and whatever he wants to do in that exact moment is correct and the best optimal play that he could have available to him. So when he plays pickleball, you see him he's run from point A to point Z and yeah. back. He's flinging his body around like oh, he's flinging his arms around. And if you watch like, the other three people on the court, like they're moving like three steps yeah, no one in else either direction. I have videos where like everyone's standing still and he's just He should just over, play like, he should just play doubles but with just without a partner. He should just play, play singles. singles. Yeah. yeah. Well, I actually think he would be a decent singles yeah, player. Yeah, because he could really move. Yeah. Well, most <laughs> Covering the court matters in singles, right. for sure. When you play doubles, like, you fuck up your friend. Well, yes, yeah, so you fuck up your friend well, we a saw lot, that. for sure. Like, <laughs> well, it just, it says a, there's more space that you don't need to cover. Well, there's also, like, a certain fluidity to it, right? Like, once you get to the net, like, you move in tandem. When when the ball goes left, everybody shifts left. Shift, right. When the ball goes right, everybody shifts right kind of thing. So it looks like a game of, like, Pong, like old school Pong, where guys are just at the baseline. It's just like, boop, boop. Yeah. And in, in between all of this, Conrad's the ball that's pinging off of everything. <laughs> right. Just because you guys are fucking slow and I don't trust you to get the ball, so I try to run behind you <laughs> every fucking time. Singles, yeah, you should definitely it's... play singles. You're too selfish. Honestly, he would, be, he would be very good at singles. I think, well... Uh, with time. You know, to be determined, he he needs to get his shots down for sure. But I do think that he has a talent. Well, like I'll I'm never playing pickleball again unless Newt's there. 
It was there. He no, was there he wasn't. I fucking got there at 2 a.m. and he was well, not there. He, he, he was there at 10 p.m. He's not there on your time. Newt, you weren't there. I know you're watching right now. He was watching us from the balcony. Jamie sent me a picture. <laughs> He's uh, a good boy. Cause, so well, because like in pickleball, there's a difference between getting shots over the net and making good shots. Correct. Right. That's, that's very true. So like, there's a lot of times where I'll be like, oh, okay, like I can get the ball over the net, but if you get the ball over the net, you just lose. Yeah. So you try to hit a better shot and you lose that way, but it's right. like, well, at least I'm trying to hit a better shot where if I didn't, I would just lose anyways. What he's really describing is he suffered the pain of thinking that he kept hitting good shots, but they're, you know, waist high. And then they come back at you 90 well, miles an hour. I know they're not good shots because they're waist high. <laughs> now you know. I always at, knew this. At one point, though, you were Mr. Okay. Between the Legs. You and Conrad are like kings of the fucking trick shots. They're fun. For no good reason. But he's He's got a lot of space there to like move his leg. A lot of femur. What yeah. happens if you yeah. if you if Long it bounces femurs. off That's of really his forehead for and back onto your side? Doesn't uh, count. Doesn't count. Only your wrist and hand counts it's okay. a part of the it's paddle it's basically like appendage i feel to like you'd paddle. be good at pole yeah. vaulting yeah i could well you that gotta is, be a good sprinter to pole vault is a lot of oh this is true what's the long femur good for uh he's a kenyan we can put him in a marathon tomorrow yeah no 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 distance that's fast distance. oh that's distance. fast that's yeah. okay okay yeah, Usain but, Bolt is built like a goddamn linebacker. Yeah, he's true. built he's for distance, muscular. not speed. I love yeah, this. Right. I love sprinting. <laughs> he's a tortoise. Yeah, <laughs> tortoise there adjacent. Go. There we go. That's why right. we're such good friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Usain is more of a tight end than a linebacker. Linebackers are pretty jacked. Yeah, yeah. yeah so are tight ends. Aren't linebackers it, it, the one that are like three hundred pounds? No, no that's, that's the linemen. Yeah, line yeah. linebackers. Like are you knowing guys. things? You're, you're coming along. <laughs> Like After T Swift got into football, the big mm -hmm. thighs and butts. Oh, you like the other Kelsey, Jason Kelsey. Yeah, Jason I Kelsey. said that, but yeah, yeah. well, he's objectively less attractive, but he's more. Well, yeah, he's three hundred forty pounds. Like, he's big. He'll he's take burly. Like he's a family man. Travis mm. will, you know, wear all denim and like, and like. <laughs> Get his makeup done. Give, and give, give Travis, uh, give him, give him a few years. He'll be a family man. Did, did you, you guys? So? No. No. I don't think it so. won't last six months. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you put a, fight, a time on their relationship, did sir? You, did you see that she went to dinner with them yeah. afterwards, and she was saying that his fingers were tired yeah. from no. their excursion no. the night no. before? Mm -hmm. Oh, Tay Tay's out yeah. here talking about getting finger Taylor. blasted. <laughs> we don't want to think about that. Yes, we do. Melissa, <laughs> 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 what is up with grandpa's hoardings? Grandpas are wild in these days. <laughs> like, yo. Someone's got to get them out, out, of the, out of the fucking public sphere. Get the grand, get a hey, grand. She picked up the check. <laughs> oh, no. Really? That's a keeper. Yeah. She's got a billion dollars. I think she can afford it. They Does chivalry do. go away when you have when you have more money than yours, your man? You become the chivalrous one. Yeah, I know. I think one. she just did it as a as a nice gesture. That's all. She's doing a lot. Yeah, is she really I, worth I'm worried a billion? for her that she's going to get her heart broken. She's cleaning up after. You're shit. worried. She's, we're all praying for you. She, how good <laughs> the, the album's going to be? Yeah, like you guys she are just all selfish. Rides off in the sunset with Kelsey, and they get married and have three kids and that live happily ever after. There goes all the good albums. His ex is hot. Muscle mommy. Muscle mommy. I don't know her. Wow, seven hundred and forty million. This site says. What Taylor's worth? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not a billion by now. Yeah. I mean, at some, at I some mean, this point, was like three months ago, I think. Books. What do you think the diminishing marginal returns are on money? Like, at what point do you think you don't want to make money anymore? Who knows? I mean, truthfully, it depends on what you aspire to. Because the more you make, the more good you can 
aspire well, to. At some mm-hmm. point, there's like the more that you make versus like the network that you have that also has those dollars as a whole. Uh, so like how much people, do you need versus some, yeah, somebody some else? Some people will set a number and give away anything over that number. Right. I, like I, I guarantee that like if I Taylor, if she wanted to be a bit, she could have been a billionaire by now. <laughs> what the? I'm sure. I got it. Don't worry. Keep, keep talking. The John she gives a lot of money away. She gives, um, you know, she donates a lot to charity. She pays her, all her workers and employees very well. You should find. Nice. You should get a job for T Swift. Why are you still here? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I put in my application, waiting for a response. Wait, was that an application for a date or a job? No date. Would no Michelle, date. Would Michelle <laughs> let you go on a date with T Swift? She probably would let me go. I on think a date she with, would. I think she would. Yeah. Team player. Yep. Yeah. I get T Swift, and and she gets Adam Durst from uh, the Counting Crows. What? Fair, fair, uh, wow. Uh, wow. I'm that's starting unique. to understand a little fair, bit more how you two ended up together. <laughs> I have not heard that one as a goal. We need, I need a graphic. I, need I, mean, a graphic. I think it's a fair, fair one for one. I don't know about she, that. She's into the dreadlocks? <laughs> don't know about that one, Chief. Nah, maybe when she was, you know, that in high guy school. That guy is, yeah. Okay. Wait, I don't know who he looks like. I need a picture. Here. He's got like funky hmm. hair. Adam Durst, Guapo, please not, help me. It's not Durst, is it? I think it's Adam Durst. Look at Durst. Michelle. I mean, he looks oh, very intelligent. What? He's got a Chris Kirkpatrick thing going Dude, at the uh, bottom I've one. I've never heard someone say this is their celebrity crush. <laughs> oh, she has some weird ones. <laughs> oh, God. It's niche. That's crazy. I don't think she's going to uh, have much competition for that one. <laughs> That's why she gets Adam Durst and he gets T Swift. Yeah. Mr. Wow. Jones and me. <laughs> he looks even crazier. Did than you I Did you guys see that overnight? Travis Kelsey picked up three hundred thousand Twitter yep. followers. Three hundred thousand Twitter followers. His he is the number the one shirt uh, or the sales of his shirt is yeah. like uh, he's gonna number not one enjoy right that though. Once once he breaks her heart, those Swifties are gonna. How do you know? How do you know she's not gonna break his heart? Come on. She's Come cleaning on, up. After you know, she's doing the the wifely stuff. She's she's out kicking her coverage here, man. Yeah, yeah. He's a good looking bastard. Yeah. She's out kicking her. her yeah, you heard. Co- yeah, you but, heard but, she, but she's what? like, what I'm just saying. But she's what the fuck did he just say? The other way around. So I think it sort of like. Look, no, Taylor Swift is the worst thing I've ever heard. Taylor Swift life. is an amazing human, I'm sure, but she's not exactly uh, the hottest girl on earth. Correct. No, right. Yeah. But, the, but Travis Kelsey's a good looking man. He's not the hottest man on earth. He's not the hottest man on earth, but he's hot. Don't don't downplay it now. But, but also, he's clearly like a. <laughs> but she's the biggest boy. star in the world. She can have whoever she wants. I mean, yeah. well, they both can. That's why they're Maybe. together. They I choose. think she wins. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, theoretically, it's a fifty-fifty. Uh, I think he's winning a lot right now. She, yeah. What, what, you think he has the upper hand? His Q score has gone through the roof. Is what I'm getting at. <laughs> right. You know, like she's boosting. That's, that's true. Yeah, she's he's, boosting he's gaining the, the Kelsey more brand. from her than she, yeah. than she is from him. She's yeah. boosting the Kelsey brand. Although, yeah, although who sure. knows what the finger thing is going. So maybe she's gaining a lot. I mean, look at the flamingo shirt. Bro cooks. This look is how him. you know he's a fuckboy because he wears this cooks. stuff. Yeah. What do you mean? This is, look at the look at the versatility here. He's in a three-piece suit. Well, that middle suit. one. He's looking nice in that middle one. Yeah. <laughs> Real classy in the middle. He's a he's a retired rapper on the left. I'm not sure about the other somebody who can do both. He's a, he's a retired taste. Floridian on the right. I mean, like, this guy's just really rocking all the looks here. The peace uh, sign, too. He looks like a pop three, star in the left. Yes. Like a K-pop star. Look, pulling off all three of those looks is not an easy task. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. 
Like yeah. the bros still take him seriously after he wears all that. That's what That's I'm saying. You know and he's the best tight end. This is just some some shit rag fuck boy from Cleveland Heights that uh, that made it. Shit rag. <laughs> what makes him a shit rag? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> just the way he looks. Uh, nothing. He graduated. Uh, all right. Speaking of Twitter, we yesterday put a poll up, or not a poll, but a prompt up asking. Uh, apparently, this is a trend I was unaware of mm-hmm. that is. I'm, I'm, I'm surprising. Is yeah, is bussing right now? Um, all through the Twitter sphere, it said, "What is your favorite interaction with a famous poker player?" And the meme is: This is supposed to be Adam Sandler. The question is: What's your favorite interaction you've had with a famous person? So we had an array of responses. Um, first one being Veronica Brill. She asked, with or without oh sex? Gosh. Wow. To which Viscount replies, poker after dark has a whole new meaning now. I would like to hear the reviews of with sex. Yeah, I would like to hear with. Yeah. I don't really care about we without. We don't really get that, yeah. that perspective very much. I, gotta tell, I was on poker after dark 23 times, and uh, I don't know this whole new meaning. Nothing. Yeah, you got nothing. I just showed up and lost dollars. Yeah. I, I didn't. I wasn't there we for the sex. We weren't invited to the after party. Yeah, nobody invited me to the yeah. sex party. It's kind of yes. brutal. I, I got invited. Uh, Lost oh. your dollars, kept your dignity. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was probably too busy uh, working my mouth off to get some buy-ins. Whoa. Uh, as you can see, my reply was the first time I met Nick Airball. He asked me how many dicks I sucked to get the buy-in for the game. 45 days later, I was 1.27 million richer and haven't sucked a single dick for a buy-in since. boy. Sick Good ratio too. That's right. I did ratio ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> All that really matters. Efro uh, trying to get the bit to live. I see. It's just trying to keep it alive, Efro. Yeah, it's not a bit. Just trying to keep it alive, huh? I didn't know how, f- or I don't know how famous the poker player is. He has zero bracelets in two <laughs> decades. <laughs> but I approached him to say hi and talk about his pod. Got showered. Luckily, the same didn't happen when I saw when I did the same with the show's number one. And he got it popping. Wow. Obviously. Everybody go Pop like and retweet that. Obviously. Fucking hunt in there. Just S to tweet, mate. S to it. Wasn't it, though? It is. Oh, man. This is actually a pretty good one because it's accurate. There had to have been at least a half a dozen of these responses. But this guy says, before reading the comments, I'm curious how many of these are going to be Doyle ran me over with his scooter. And there had to be at least a half dozen of Doyle or Mike Matisau. Yeah, Matisau is the one I hear that's very reckless in this <laughs> He is a reckless driver. <laughs> For sure. Just knocks over entire tables, French yeah. desks. So like the next four tweets obviously included our Doyle Brunson ran over my foot with his wheelchair or scooter. Uh, we'll, we'll skip past those. Rest in peace. John, John Wolf says, I was behind Helmuth at this coffee Danish place at Bellagio. I told him I liked his book. I've never even read his book. <laughs> <laughs> Respect to John Wolf. I have a funny Helmuth one uh, before he... Uh, he knew me, but like I wasn't at the point where he would acknowledge me yet. Uh, and we were playing a circuit event at the Rio. This must have been like four years ago or so. Five years maybe. Um, and this kid walks up to Helmuth and asks him for uh, for a picture or whatever. And I photobombed the shit out of them. <laughs> and the kid found me afterwards and goes, bro, you photobombing that picture was so awesome. Like, what's your number? I'll send it to you. So I, I didn't give him my number, but he sent it to me on IG. And then I posted it on main on, on IG of just like me behind them like this. Oh boy. Pretty great. Man, photobombing was like so like 1990. 
No, it was uh, not. It was like 1990. We didn't have fucking cameras. Yeah, we didn't have cameras in 1990. No, it's okay. He thinks about like 1990, like we think of like the 60s and 70s. Right? <laughs> it's all the same, you know. Right. It's like before 90s, before early 2000s. What the hell's the difference? Yeah, what's the difference? outdated, if you will? Mm -hmm. Yeah, true story. Uh, a few more of these. Um, Big shout out to Joe Volpe and Guy from Montana, both are Academy attendees. Joe says, the time in the Rio hallway at the WSOP when Mike the Mouth almost ran over my foot with his scooter, <laughs> I think he was on his way to investigate a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> this is all too accurate. Guy from Montana says, first time meeting Matt and Chin, got a pick, and they both said, nice hat. I had my sulfur Y hat on. Nice. <laughs> Probably didn't need to be said. It's in the picture. Yep. <laughs> shout out to Guy from Montana. Uh, Sam Warren says playing deuce to seven triple draw with moneymaker run it up in 2017 after I make the nuts I raise he three bets I four bet he looks at me and says really without missing a beat I look at the dealer and say clock table got a nice <laughs> laugh and I got one more street paid off <laughs> moneymaker claims this could not have happened uh, moneymaker's right in there to say nope <laughs> hashtag false mm -hmm. yep we got a nice, uh, nice wholesome one. Uh, Face Equity Quack Quack Twenty Two says, "My girlfriend says obviously he was meeting the turtle." Yes, uh, it's the tortoise. Oh yes, oh. let's go! Absolutely. What a shirt! Oh, that's a great shirt. The right? manager is always repping. Bro, brand. he's double. Yeah. He's double repped. He's got patch plus shirt. That's right. <laughs> he he's just there repping the brand. Mm -hmm. Got to respect it. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Chad McVean. He puts our podcast up on audio, or, or he doesn't put it on audio, but he he uh, tweets he, he tweets about it every right. week. Every day. Uh, every day. Every day. Every day. He said, was playing the WSOP reunion and a pro was set over to the table who I promptly doubled up. Not many other hands played between us. He was out an hour later, though, and I somehow managed to cash. Look <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Damn, where's his bracelets at? I was skinny then, man. Jesus. What happened to my neck? Where did it go? Uh, Patrick Muth said, met the entire group from the Only Friends pod. Awesome meeting and a great photo. This was at the WPT championship last yep. year. Wow, Andre's there. I know. That was the last time we saw Dad. I can't believe he's in... I'm actually offended. I can't believe he's in Vegas and he hasn't like wanted to hang out with us. Yeah. I feel a little uh, a little separation anxiety. Mm. You know, a little yeah, abandonment. Yeah, my abandonment is... Yeah. It's hurting. It doesn't feel good, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, I, I showered him on Korean barbecue and you haven't heard from him since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you can't say no to Korean. No, yeah. it was I want to go to Korean barbecue. I want. It was yummy. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Relax, you've had enough with that chin. It's <laughs> <laughs> so brutal. Just if you just look up, it goes away. You know, never you stop just, looking up. Yeah, you just gotta go. maybe turn your nose up a little bit more at people. <laughs> It'll just be gone forever. Wow. Turn your nose up at people. The the, the look of it's giving uppity. <laughs> it's, I mean, if you always have a microphone in front of your face, I know you can't that's see why it. I put it here. Sharp. Sharp. This is very sharp. Can't even see it. Uh, we are going to get to an Am I the Asshole segment in a little bit, but we're going to kick it off with one that maybe hits a little bit close to home. So <laughs> I need you guys in the audience to vote whether or not Hans Newman is the asshole. Neiman. Neiman, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing a great job of putting respect on his name. What's that guy's name? John Newman? <laughs> John Newman? That's an actor. Newman's own. That's well, a I'm different sorry. thing. That's what, coffee, right? What are we talking about here? Newman's own is a brand. Right. John Newman is an actor. I don't think Isn't John Newman. John Newman is Paul Newman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were thinking of John Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Whatever. 
Yeah, from John, the big, hey, from the big John is here. There's no more Johns other than John Goodman. John well, Newman. He's a Newman. John Goodman. He's an English close. musician and DJ. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. What's that's what you're talking about. Definitely who you're yeah. talking about. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Shout brother. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Uh, so we need we need the chat to let us know who's the asshole in this scenario. Is it Hans Neiman or is it Nemo and Real Kid Poker? Uh, do you want to do you want to play the the clip, Guapo, to give everybody a little preview? I don't think uh, this is the the Hans ne Neiman Newman, Newman tweet. Look at Alex. Uh, look at Alex's yeah, uh, quote tweet. Just go to go to Botez's Twitter. Uh, okay. It was on the run of show, but I can put it in the Discord. Give me one sec. You said Botez? Yeah. Alex? Yes. Here, it's in Discord. This is good because I haven't seen it either. Okay, perfect. All right, so we're going to roll the clip. Will we have sound? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think that... But now that we've grown bigger and we kind of have more brand responsibilities, the image of... <laughs> the kid, little kid. Yeah, I think that as soon as you get a million subscribers, that's when you should start promoting gambling, poker, making money off of that. I think that's a very responsible thing to do for your brand, is to promote degeneracy and help people get addicted to gambling. Kids looking up to you guys. What are these chess players? And I'm sure those little kids look up to you guys and they subscribe to your fan house um, for your special photos. And I'm sure those young kids also sign up for poker accounts as well and, you know, gamble all their savings away. Going to get better. Yeah, oh. I, 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 don't, I don't want the tagline to be drinking is cool, you know? So. Because, because, because drinking is not cool, but gambling is. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun thing, but... Yeah, at some point, when, once you grow so large, yeah. you have a lot of responsibility but as well. A lot of responsibility. Actually, they are so responsible, and uh, I appreciate them caring so much and not promoting degeneracy at all. What? I gotta tell you. Tell us how you really feel. I think, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was being sarcastic. <laughs> I think he hasn't seen Whoa. sunlight in years. Uh. Is he Russian? Uh, no, he's from the U.S. Something. Really? Uh, he's got an there's accent. like an Eastern yeah, he's European got, he's thing. Got a little undertone he's, he's an to accent, him. Uh, he has uh, an accent, but I think he's U.S. Like he's a U.S. He sounds like he's master. part he's cunt. From somewhere else. He's got a little, cunt. Little, little cunty undertone to him. <laughs> you at what? Yak. <laughs> you absolute. Uh, uh, he was born in fucking San Francisco, California. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the Bosnian Bandit was born in Seattle. Like that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no, he's not. He's always lived there. Yeah, so is the Bosnian Bandit. Oh, no. Okay. All right, well, he's from somewhere. Did D-Negs delete his reply? No way. That's not very D-Negs of him. That is not very D-Negs of him. I'm so. looking for it, and I can't find it. No way. Um, anyway, so the question then becomes... Uh, oh, okay, I found it. Yeah, you're right. That's not very D-Negs of him. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put these replies in Discord also for you, Guap. So D-Negs replied to that video and said wait aren't you the dude who allegedly stuck buzzing anal beads up his ass in the chest <laughs> match? my man that's you right the anal bead guy poker is a strategy game you clown so is chess you can gamble on either or you can play either for fun um and then i'm going to give you nemo's reply it's true though to give everybody the yeah, full context I, yeah 
Uh, so Nemo says, Hans, with all due respect, I think that that was probably about as condescending and sarcastic as his video. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Just reading context clues. I don't know, guys. I'm happy to see you're back in chess. I don't believe you. And it's great how much your platform has grown. You definitely don't mean that. Uh, but that doesn't give you the right to trash other creators on a fake moral high ground. Learning poker can be just as beneficial as learning chess. And who are you to mock a creator for using content sites to engage with their audience? This is nothing more than low-quality drama baiting. Do better. So who's the asshole here? And why is I it mean, Hans? I think he's an <laughs> asshole, but is there maybe any merit to anything he's saying about responsibility with platforms and who your demographic is? Like, sure. I yeah. don't want to immediately write off everything, but he's definitely an asshole. Well, he's Let's an asshole for the far. delivery, yes. in my opinion. And um, and because of like he who he is because he's an anal beat guy and like what what's what moral high ground do you have to stand on? Well, to to to, <laughs> to give him a little bit of leeway here, I don't think the anal bead thing was ever proven. Anal bead guy, <laughs> anal bead guy. I mean, like he's as much of the anal bead guy as Robbie is the anal bead girl, okay, right? Okay, so it so wasn't proven. I, I, don't I don't know anything so. about it. I, I think I think it was. I think it came out that he he had cheated online, but as far as they could tell, over the board uh, gameplay was all legit. Is that correct? Oh, Landon, but he had an anal bead in. But did he have a, one anal bead? <laughs> no, no, legend. No anal beads have been found. He had one singular <laughs> anal bead. It was basically like the way that he played over the board didn't really match up to the online scale. Right, but Magnus came out and apologized. So yeah. for, for, for all intents and purposes, it's clean. Yeah, for as far oh. as we're concerned to the public. I thought it was like confirmed he was the anal bead guy. No, conspiracy mm -hmm. anal bead. It was so confirmed. it shows how much the, yeah. the narrative matters, right? Well, right, of course. It was confirmed. I mean, what we know of him is probably what the general public You're knows of Robbie. pushing that narrative. <laughs> the anal bead guy. I just want to have an anal bead guy. Can't we live a little bit? Yeah, I would say that there's probably a lot of, uh, a lot of like public opinion that is similar to like how people view Robbie too. Right, like. Oh uh, well, actually, the public was very much on Robbie's side. Yeah, but it's split. Like, there's going to be a camp that also thinks the poker that she's. Players were, we're not. No, I mean, no, of course, there's but, a like, camp between like the Robbie is good and then the Vato. Yeah, my whole point is that the general information theory optimal. Right, the general <laughs> the general um, knowledge of what happened in either scenarios is pretty insulated to the community. So people on the outside looking in, like, you're right. I don't pay close attention to this. So like, I just know him as the anal bead guy. Yeah. But I'm sure there are a lot of Same. people that think very similarly, like that's the only introduction they have to Robbie and Hustler uh -huh. is that, you know, she potentially used the device to cheat right. or whatever. And then you propagate the call it gambling, bad, cheating, this, that, whatever. Yeah. So I bring this back to who's the asshole uh, or what's up your asshole. Um, I believe his delivery is obviously very condescending yeah. and uh, makes him easy to, to villainize here. But I think your question is valid. In, I think it's just so easy for us to all go, oh, fuck that guy. Poker's great. Fuck right, because we're in the sphere. Yeah, because like, but I want to maybe be a little more balanced. I think objectively speaking, anytime that risk is involved, it's very reasonable to question uh, how much responsibility those of us with platforms have when propagating it moving forward. Right. Well, like, because our audience is going to be people of age to gamble mostly yeah a chess audience might be different i don't really know the that's demographics fair. I, I think that's very fair um and i assume if they were promoting dfs he would have just as much issue as he does with them promoting poker i assume if they were promoting 
you know because well, he mentioned like the fan house i don't know is that like nudes or it's uh, it's, uh, it's not uh, it's just extra content creation. i don't even think it's necessarily uh the botez sisters but um what, what's the other girl's name i can't recall she's um man i can't remember her name she's also one of the major content creators she puts a lot on fan house okay. uh nothing well, scandalous but no no she just puts like um like swimsuit pictures and like just Nothing scandalous, but just ludes, like they call them. Sure, ludes. Okay, not fine. Ludes, but ludes. Definitely not suggestive, nudes. but not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It sounds like Bergy has a subscription. Yeah. Do you subscribe? No, to Landon's friends house? with her. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, Dina, you mean? Yeah, Dina. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm literally sitting here not saying the name. Well, as I don't he's know what, there. Hmm, I what her name is. Uh, oh, I can't remember. I really <laughs> only know. I just wanted to make sure you. It was, I it was only know it anybody in chess because of Landon. I yeah. don't even know how the pieces move. So like, yeah, I'm same. as far out of. I only this knew about chess people because of like the WPT thing. I never knew anything right. about chess. Yeah, yeah, same. Everybody that I know through chess, is through in one way or another, been introduced <laughs> to me through Landon, like yeah. either second or third handedly. But, um, or, uh, or by or, your subscription. Oh, yeah, by your subscription. Sure. <laughs> uh, I do not. <laughs> I so, have, so, Fan House is not have time only, to pay like, for anything, it's not okay. the same as OnlyFans. No, no, no. So, it's, it's more like Patreon. I think it's more of what OnlyFans was supposed to be. It's like more but wholesome, people do post similar to Patreon, su sexually suggestive stuff on there. Usually, uh, yeah. I mean, basically anything people would pay for. The way I understand it, uh, people can curate whatever they want. Yeah, it's a platform where, like, if you have a talent so and you want to like stick Patreon. it behind, the yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And what I just say because I think that's what OnlyFans was probably meant to be. Yes. in its concept. That's why they tried to get rid of naked stuff, and then they're like, "Oh, we're lo losing." It lasted twenty four hours. <laughs> they're like, "Wow, ninety seven percent of our revenue disappeared." Yeah. Wow, they're like, "Wait this a minute, is not going to work." Bring back the dicks. Bring back, well, dicks. <laughs> I don't know if it's mostly dicks. Hey, really quick tangent. Yeah. What does uh, Zip Recruiter think an average poker player makes a year? Um, 40,000. Yeah, 40,000. 250,000. Stop. No, Stop. It's, it's like way less. Way less. Come on. It's probably like 25. I don't think they make 250,000. I'm saying I think people are unrealistic. 28,000. Um, I'm going to go with 100K. People do think poker players are richer than they are. Yeah. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Damn. 16 an hour <laughs> <laughs> that's actually probably but this is what they're writing on their taxes right yeah yeah but I, I would actually say <laughs> i mean good read i mean this is what they're actually making um, not writing on their taxes but as far as like pulling an average winner that's that's probably yeah pretty representative i love how they Maybe, said yeah. new york when yeah. nobody plays poker in new york <laughs> like yeah, it's that is kind of weird. Yeah. You know, it's it's New York's the highest one. There's literally all... zero regulated poker in New York. They're probably the just adjusting part, it based upstate. on like average wages. There's probably a couple people upstate. That's it. Uh, is Vermont it? Is second. Does it list all states, Guapo? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. She's right. They they probably just like take a mean. Yeah. And then just New adjust York it based off of cost of living. Than... Yeah. Okay. Cost of living's highest there, so it's it's going to be the highest. Um. Yeah, okay, so like back to his message as a whole. Like, uh, first of all, do you let's talk about the response first because um, I think that it's easier to unpack than the, the question itself. Do you think it's fair for Nemo and Dean Eggs to kind of stand up for content creators and say, like, look, they built these platforms, they're free to utilize them in whatever capacity they want in crossover markets, et cetera? Sure, it's fair. They, they're, it's fair for them to have their opinions based on the way they see things. What but I think Dean Eggs. I love Dean Eggs, but I, I feel like it's maybe a little reductive to compare the two as 
equal one-to-one comparison of chess and poker. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, you can gamble <clears throat> on chess, but mostly just poker but it's not rooted gamble in it. on it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and nobody plays poker for... I, mean, I, I shouldn't say that. No, that's not, that is not, but that's like, not true. Well, most people but like, play there's poker There's a lot of people playing like Zynga poker and stuff like that. The majority poker, of people play free poker, right. but... No, you're right. Money but is the game, like, you know, an ingrained mm-hmm. part the of The game kind of doesn't function without the gamble aspect. Right. right. Even though the majority of people are playing it for free, uh, it is it's gambling, still, but it's yeah. gambling with an edge. No one would ever call chess gambling with an edge, right? Well, well in what sense? Unless, they for, unless they're playing with money, but that's not. I an think like the chess hustlers. The game. Uh, it is though. Th- there is a big culture in chess. Again, like I don't know a ton about chess, yeah, but I don't really just either. what I've picked up from watching the content creators and stuff like that. Do you think he had a problem with them doing a lot of filming in um, uh, what, Central Park, where you know they're playing New York chess hustlers? They're, they're obviously not playing for nothing. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, like, um, I'm pretty sure those people that go out there every day think they have an edge. No, they definitely do. Yeah. The, you know, I don't know that they're like grandmasters or anything. Okay. But it's they, similar for sure. Pool, right? Yeah. Then. yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, to me, like, maybe it's more of a cultural thing that poker is more associated with gambling and degeneracy and well, casinos and, be, it's just and you have to be over it, 21 to yeah. play legally and all that. And chess is... It's like kids play it. Right. It's like semi-fair because what we're talking about in the Venn diagram of gambling is that there's a sliver of chess culture that plays for money. Yeah. And then this large fraction that doesn't. Yeah. And in poker, it's the exact opposite. Right, there's a right. sliver that doesn't but play they for money. But overlap slightly exactly. in that degenerate well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Yes, exactly. If most of the people play for free, they're kind of playing for fun and entertainment, right? For which or both? Poker. Uh, most of the people that play poker, like Zynga apps, right? Play WSOP. Well, to be clear, I think that, you know, the market numbers would back this, that the majority of people who play poker, whether it's for free or for, for real money, are playing for recreation or entertainment. At least that's the way that operators have tried to set up the filter. Most people that play poker are not professionals. Correct. I it, would agree with that. It, I mean, I guess it depends on how you define def- professional, but yes, uh, f- loosely speaking, I would say uh, yes. The majority of the community is not pro. Correct. Like they're um, not claiming their taxes as a professional gambler. Right. Yeah. Like right. Self-employed. Yeah. Well, that's sure. Kind Sorry. of the same. I mean, I'm I'm self-employed, but like you know, uh, more so. What I'm saying is that uh, there just isn't that much of the community that's winning. And it's very difficult to be a year-over-year loser and claim your pro card. Mm. So, like, even if in theory you say, like, yeah, I play poker professionally, like all the Uber drivers that we run into. Right. That, you know, are just out there fucking grinding. bad beats. (laughs) Right. But but it's like, no, you drive Uber for a living and you you play poker for recreation. So even if they haven't qualified it within their own brain, uh, I would say, like, when it's all, when, when the dust settles... The majority of poker is being played at small stakes and it's mostly being played for recreation, even if people are putting in hundreds okay. or thousands of hours into it. Actual question. Um, when, Actual it comes to ga- when it comes to like gambling in other senses, and sure, call it for the chest, most of chess stuff isn't gambling for money, mm-hmm. but you're also gambling with, call it skill, call it ego, right? Like you play a friend, you're gambling in something, right? People feel yeah. certain ways when you lose, win. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a stretch, but go on. What's your question? Well, the question is like, in most things that you do, you're kind of gambling. It's just a matter of the connotation of it all. Gambling, well, I think, gambling in implies sense, risk. It, yeah, in this, in this, yeah, we're you're talking about risk and time. a monetary um, aspect to it. You're always right. risking sure, your time. You're, you're always risking yeah, something. You're risking your life every time gambling, you get into a Gambling car, implies not, tangible risk. Right. Right. Yeah, like yeah. you're you're taking more of a calculated <laughs> risk when you go drive. Gamble. 
I mean, I don't know it offhand, but uh, generally, I think I mean, you would this, have to quantify the loss. Right. In this uh, in this instance, we're specifically talking about a monetary uh, right. issue. Right. Like you, right. it's Just difficult to quantify. Really went, no one's like. Putting uh, chess in a gambling category. Well, it just says right. that you're basically wagering something of value on a random event with the intent of winning something else of value, where instances of strategy are discounted. Right, which is why people, uh, which is why the the line is very strangely drawn with poker. Right, with chess, it's very clear the, the strategy cannot be money. discounted. Right, mm -hmm. it's, like as in chess is skill game. Yeah, it's a perfect information game. The better player is always going to win. For, for the, the most, most part, part yeah, it, it, there, there's nearly zero variance in, mm -hmm. in, in chess. It's a perfect information game. Uh, you know, superior strategy will yeah. just always reign supreme. Same thing is true with call it slots, but you're losing. It's perfect information. Well, right? you know, the payout structure, not on slots. You don't No, I'm it's video random. poker. It, it's exactly it's random. random, like video poker. Would well, the be, payouts are very clear. You don't, it's not perfect information because then you would know. Right, you when would know the outcome. Win. You would know when you're going to hit a jackpot. Well, yeah. you know the no, result. I, I, you know I, I, all I know, the outcomes that know, can exist. Yeah, I know what you're going. I know what you're saying. Like your video poker would be that way, right? Where where you have the payout structure, it's exactly the same every time. Mm -hmm. Right, it, they're still both right. random events. The right. the difference between chess and and video poker or slots or whatever it is that you're talking about is that each move is dependent upon the last. Therefore, that perfect information dictates the way the board plays out. In slots and poker, every spin is independent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That has no bearing on the last. Every spin is it's all random event. Every spin is independent. But if you're looking at like call it video poker, you know it's random within the umbrella of 100 percent, right? X percent of the time you're gonna get nothing. X percent of the time you're gonna get two pair. X percent of the time you're gonna get this. Okay. Right. But in poker, but you don't have that information. You don't know when you're gonna it's, get that. That's still no, all randomized. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's the same. It's like. Everything can, will come right. from a 100% pie chart. Mm -hmm. Everything random comes from a 100% pie chart. You could die in three seconds. That's yeah. still a random act, but it has a probability attached to it. Out of 100, right? That's, yeah, the so the like probability is not that. what defines randomness. Randomness is defined by the predictability or the, the, the likelihood uh, of... Well, you have the perfect information in this. You don't have... You don't have information of the outcome, but you have information of what is possible. Sure, but they, they happen in a nonlinear fashion. And that's what you gamble on. Yeah, that's, that's what, what you're you gambling on. on is the random, random chance, right? Rolling a die is yeah, one in six. You roll a die, you have one in six outcome, but it's, it's completely random. Mm -hmm. You could never predict it, right? You could only predict it within a one in six chance. And that's gambling at all, in a nutshell, right? Like, yeah. So uh, now coming back to the bigger question that, that Hans is kind of presenting here, what what moral or ethic responsibility do these creators and maybe even us within the sphere of of poker the creators within the sphere of sports betting espn who's owned by abc now that does an odd segment that's that does owned by espn bets right yeah. what what responsibility do we carry if any from an ethical standpoint to uh, you know, insulate people from gambling information. Well, uh, an ethical discussion just means everyone has their own opinions. And there's no right answer. Yeah, but uh, generally we lean on society as a whole, right? So um, when things are not like we can have moral and ethical debates where there isn't a hundred or zero, but uh, it's clear that the fraction leans pretty heavy in one way. 
Like that's basically how we come up with laws, right? Gambling is yeah. largely getting legalized, mm -hmm. particularly in states it's, it's where the majority of people. It's heavily regulated. <laughs> right. And that's that kind of like, you know, it's there for a reason, right? So people, so people don't just promote it to no end and then people get addicted, right? They have things in place where they have, you can set up, you know, uh, like buy-in limits and you can set it they, they have they always have a a, a hotline to call and yeah, and yeah what's it's that just number? Yeah, right whatever what's that what's that number 1-800-GAMBLER thank you i'll call after this <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so i think that that's um that that's a reason for, for well like a reason for it to be okay not not to be okay but like in, in a way it's Man, I'm don't fall into the trap because right. you're not wrong. I, I know I you're know, not wrong. I know, okay, know, like right. look, here's here's the here's the simple way that I see it. And again, like my, it's my opinion. Uh, by no means is this necessarily right or wrong. People in the chat are certainly going to disagree with me. Others will agree. Mm -hmm. But effectively, you get to live your own life. You get to do whatever you want to do within the framework of the law. Right. And largely, it's been stigmatized for many years that gambling is under the addiction uh, under the addiction umbrella under the um the the dark web type of perception right subculture yeah the 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 subculture and it's it's very nefarious in uh its black market affairs mm -hmm. but the big the big thing is is that that was largely that precedent was largely set by people in power that wanted to control uh, right, this you know, is the way money moves. Right, and this is kind of like where I was getting like it. It you know, sure there are laws in place which makes it, I guess, more okay to promote it. But at the same time, who are making those laws and who is behind the people that make that set the law? Like you know, well, generally speaking, up, right? Generally but, speaking, when we have something that falls under the the realm of morals or ethics, mm -hmm. which drugs addiction and anything in the addiction culture right. is going to fall under the the ethical realm like i don't want to go as as far down the road to like abortion and things like that mm -hmm. but these are going to be the issues that the country is largely divided on right? right um generally speaking you could just look back throughout the course of history and see the way that the populace trends and what generally ends up happening we saw this with prohibition is that for one reason or another, whether it's monetary incentives, whether it's tax incentives, whether it's, uh, you know, moral or ethical uh, incentives, bans are either implemented or, uh, you know, re reduced or removed, right? And we saw this throughout the history of alcohol, where it was legal for many, mm -hmm. many years. You know, right around the Great Depression, there was a prohibition period. They clearly saw that that didn't work, and the general populace wanted right. to be able to drink. That yes. seemed the, fun. What we know is people love to drink and they love to gamble, and there's a lot of money in both. Correct. So it's kind of just people like have gambled for right, right, and then and at the end of the day, the U.S. government wants a piece of that money. And I, I think, but the thing that he kept bringing up was the children thing, which is like maybe an easy point to like fall back on for him. Because who knows how, what demographics like they actually are marketing to. Well, it's just, yeah, it's an easy emotional ploy. Yeah, like, Think yeah. of the kids. Think of the children. But like at the end of the day, a child has access to but the But that is like sort of, mm -hmm. that was like sort of the crux of what he was saying. It wasn't really that like, um, obviously he's saying gambling is de yeah. degeneracy and obviously, stuff. But right. And there, there are obviously there's ways around it, but 
technically you're not supposed to be able to gamble until you're 18. Right. right. And there's also a pretty easy fix with like the platforms are on like YouTube. Or 21 or older. Uh, uh, on YouTube, we just make it so that our content's not shown to children. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to be 18 or over. Thank God. Talking about anal beads and shit. Yeah. Singular. Singular <laughs> One anal bead. One anal bead. <laughs> and it vibrated. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> why do you do that? Because there's a lot. He's exasperated with us and our anal beat. I'm not exasperated with you. No, no, no. He's having a moral dilemma. I know that sigh. I just don't. Yeah. I don't know why it has to come. It's like a signal. Like I'm about to have a crisis. Go on. It's not. It's not a crisis. It's just I think the entire argument is rooted in addiction and gambling being a bad thing to an audience that isn't aware of the consequence. Yes, I think that that's very valid. And I actually think it's a reasonable concern to have, going back to Melissa's original point of, you know, is he right to question these things? But there's a difference between questioning and just like... Calling someone out. Yes. Yeah. Because it's like your your opinion is simply an opinion. Because he does come mm -hmm. off a bit salty. Oh, he's super, super salty. (laughs) And it's also one of these weird things where now you're saying what you can and can't control and how much are you going to play into the lives of other people where if people are going to be addicted to something, what is addiction, right? How can you say an addiction of one thing is greater than or less than? Well, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think that that's necessarily the conversation. Yeah, he's talking about, like, kids. Uh, Yeah, and also I think that, like, not to give him too much credit because he probably doesn't deserve much, Yeah, but it's fair because we run these... We run through these filters all the time and it's not clear where the line is drawn, right? Like we are all professional poker players. We run a podcast that talks mostly about poker. So like, of course we lean heavy into the gambling is just fine if you are of sound mind and have the resources to do so, right? Yeah. And then you take it a step further and it's like, okay, well then promoting gambling is fine. And we do that. We promote, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fantasy sports. We promote BetMGM at times and, and other other spheres where people can get their fix if they so choose to do so, right? And we've made peace with that. Like, ethically, all of us have come to an agreement that that's fine. But then all of a sudden, like, I personally will draw the line. At, I don't think it's right to leverage a large platform into an app game where the rake is so high that mm-hmm. nobody's winning except for me, the host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, very firm on that. But then you become a shill, right? Then you become like yeah. a, a, you know, in well, that kind of way. Yeah, and it's really predatory and mm-hmm. it, there's right. no transparency with what the rake is right. and mm-hmm. it, people think they're, yeah. they're able to beat the game and they're not. And, you know, the people that run the games are making out with seven figures a year. And, and you can't control the security. Right. So, like, you have right. no idea how safe it is. You're, le- so- you're, le- you're leading people down a path of... Destruction. Like destruction and yeah. failure. Yeah. yeah, so Melissa makes all these points as to why I personally find that to be unethical, mm-hmm. right? And why I personally would never do that with my brand or, or any other reason. Like, I wouldn't lean into that sort of money grab. But am I in a position to say, like, okay, that's the fucking line. Yeah, like, that's the line for you. Mm-hmm. But we can't right. like, determine what other right. people's it's just lines like, are. Yeah, right. it's like, I would love that to be the line. Okay. Also, he's acting as if like everyone who watches chess content is like five years old. Like, there's definitely plenty of adults. You know, (laughs) like maybe if they if he was going from I don't know uh, they were going from toy review channels to suddenly promoting gambling. It's also not like as if a five year old can just get down on poker and like go dust off his parents' fucking bankroll. Well, they do on Roblox. It's also like, (laughs) do you not realize that DraftKings, FanDuel's they have fucking commercials on twenty four seven? So it's like, what are you saying this to like them? Like the audience like 
they're gonna see gambling stuff no matter what probably a worse danger point. to children with gambling is like you know all of the gambling aspects of video games and like the chests and opening all these random things what? like that's probably worse like, yeah fortnite for kids call than, you play games you get v-bucks like people in farmville way back in the day mm -hmm. you know you'd it's spend money on a goddamn slot machine right now yeah <laughs> yeah my mom was full-on addicted to farmville like she used to have me go to the drugstore and get those those can you get two hundred dollar card for the farm? So this like, is my point. I was buying it's my mom cigarettes. <laughs> I was buying farm bill cards. Characters. Yeah, it's really sad. The point Go here ahead, for Brandon. me is it's not just about the ch it's ch about children. It's about people in general. Well, that's his. Yeah, that that was his main argument, right? Like uh, his uh, main children argument just is the most children. They're they're just the most impressionable. But yeah. right? I'm trying to say now, where does it lie as a call it species, right? At what point do you say, okay, adult versus child? Like we can remove the child part and say, let's say his new argument is you're now giving adults the ability to have this platform. Yeah, I think everything just boils back to education, right? Like I think it's a, a net negative to try to insulate children to never understand what gambling is, right? And I, I think the same thing is true of pretty much all vices. Not that I think it's good to expose children to drugs or alcohol and say like, all right, try this cigarette and, you know, like smoke a fucking pack till you're sick. Right. Yeah. I, you I don't can't pretend it doesn't exist though. Yes, like kids exactly. Kids are on the internet. Exactly. I don't think it needs to be like fully immersed, but at the same token, it's like, I think everybody deserves the ability to be educated to the degree of what the high side is, what the low side is. I mean, honestly, it's remarkable how much more intelligent or how much more it grows your intelligent intelligent sorry uh having access to a game like poker mm -hmm. where you are forced down the rabbit hole of comprehension of risk yeah right because without it i think back to myself like high school i was i was adamantly against gambling like i i saw people i remember like it Bina and Scott Still and those guys. even got into gambling at any point it's his fault <laughs> but but truthfully Sorry. i still don't even really gamble outside of mm -hmm. poker yeah and now you're the high risk one and he's the one slow and steady wins the I, well the thing is in my nature i'm always the high risk one that's right. why i don't i don't gravitate toward very, towards very many high risk things yeah, i don't like you heights imagine if i don't like in coke oh my god <laughs> right like i don't i don't like i don't like extreme things uh because my nature is that i'm all in on things whenever i i i find an interest in them um, but like, I think back to high school and these kids that would get wrapped up in sports betting, uh, and you know, they would lose hundreds of dollars that they couldn't pay. And like, you know, it was always such a scary thing, even though it was way overblown, obviously, and yeah. not that big of a deal. No one was getting their kneecaps cracked. Um, but the, the aspect of it was I was very uneducated. I didn't understand probabilities. Right. So to me from the outside looking in, it's just like, Oh, like what idiots, how did they lose so much money? Just like, you know pick the fucking Steelers. <laughs> like, it's a sure thing. You know, like the second that you say those words, like, oh, it's a sure thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just totally have lost the view of probabilities. Right. And I'm taking a prob and stats class. I majored in computer science when I went to college. Like, I, at the core, understood it. I just couldn't parallel the, the classroom education to real-world examples very well. Mm -hmm. Because especially if you are coming from affluence or coming from in intelligence where people are kind of like propping you up all on the way, you don't really get to experience enough failure to understand that probabilities exist in non-binary ways. Right, it's not you know? always and never. You know, right. I stopped sports betting because I bet all the money that I had and then some on the Little League World Series. Right, and like video, <laughs> video games should it be- It teaches you to make decisions uh, based on like their 
not being a black or white answer right it's always in the gray and like video games could be a good educator for this but the problem is the reset button exists and yeah. like there are just so many hacks to where you never actually have to accept the failure of the risk right so you you just become risk tolerant to a point where uh you always take the most risky endeavor and you know go, gravitating back i was bad at video games because I always chose the high risk path. Mm -hmm. Just always. Like if I was yeah. even playing Madden's like, like you were I'm, shitty at Oregon Trail. Uh well, I mean, yeah, most of the time, right? Mm -hmm. I took the most aggressive path and yeah. like when it worked out, high score. Mm -hmm. But when it didn't the other ninety five percent of the time, I was shitty at Oregon Trail. Right? <laughs> so like the things I ended up gravitating towards that well, I stuck it out with. Right. <laughs> the things I gravitated towards that I stuck it out with were the things that I had early success in in spite of them being low probability outcomes. Yeah, like in your mind, call it for gambling with your time and your energy on baseball. Mm -hmm. In your mind, you thought that that was impossible to fail. It could have been, yeah, it could have been any sport. I just happened to be naturally more gifted at baseball to where I would stick it out. Right, so you can make the argument that you gambled your entire time and resources for sure. on baseball. Yeah, for sure. But the things you learned from that are things that carry over to the real, real world, right? Yeah, absolutely. Call it perseverance, hard work, call it good traits. Yeah. But some things that people get addicted to at a young age could be very bad things, right? Risk tolerance being one of them in some regards. Yeah. Risk tolerance with lack of information. I think, uh, yeah, the lack of information is the big bullet point. I think you still always want to come back to education. So if you're Hans and you want to be critical here, don't be critical that they're promoting uh, a community like poker. Um, underworld gambling yeah which has an undercurrent of gamble to it if you want to criticize them criticize them for not educating their their consumers enough right mm -hmm. criticize them for not putting out uh, uh more content on how the probability actually impacts the strategy right and i'm not saying that the botez sisters or anybody of that ilk needs to come out with strategy videos for poker but yeah, go to software.tv for that that's right uh, that io you know but <laughs> <laughs> he owns a piece of the company. I know. Doesn't even know the goddamn website. Uh -huh, Jesus man. Christ! So, so I just fucked myself then. <laughs> but they can uh. kind of they can kind of display their journey as they become more strategic mm -hmm. and understand the probabilistic. I feel like when everyone starts poker, you're right. you're a gambler. You're gambling because you don't know. The we strategy. talked about this earlier today. Yeah. Uh, where when you start, you have a fixed or not a fixed. Sorry, you have a variable loss rate. Nobody comes in a winner. Yeah. You, you just can't, right? Like you can, you can beat the odds and have variance fall but in your favor. But you'll never feel like more competent than when you first start. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You'll never feel that competent. Right. Nope. And, yep. and, and again, it's like what I just kind of spoke to. Uh, the people who will stick it out and ultimately put in some level of volume will reduce their loss rate, be it through good luck mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, what have you, that forces them then eventually to learn enough about the game to where they're not losing 10 or 20 big blinds per hundred, mm -hmm. right? Nobody with that large of a loss rate. So, uh, like what, they die out. Yeah. What brought it up with they us earlier is, is somebody, uh, you know, way in, way in the past when we were talking about this previously said most poker players would be better off playing slots. Mm -hmm. And like, that's just only fundamentally true for people who are first being introduced. Yeah. So if given the choice between being a new poker player or playing slots, yeah, you'll last longer gambling on slots. Yeah, yeah if, if you're you playing something that has a ninety-five percent payback, right? Like your 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 uh, yeah, your ROI when you first start poker is probably more Worse. greater greater than negative five percent. Yes. Yeah. However, you'll you'll if you're losing at that big of a clip, mm -hmm. you will be forced to either change or leave. There's right. there's no Adapt way unless mm -hmm. you go on a heater. 
Well, the heater can be <laughs> enough, though, to make you change, yeah. right? Like, the yeah. heater can just pay for you mm -hmm. to put enough time in right. to where your loss rate lessens. Because at some point, mm -hmm. you'll realize that you have this, call it the heater money, mm -hmm. and then the heater money passes away. Yeah, that, right. the heater money passes away And you're like, wait fast. a minute. At some point, the conscious ones will be like, is there a strategic thing I'm missing versus the egotistical, I know all the answers, e I have them all. Even if the ego gets in the way, what they will have experienced is an upswing and a downswing that yeah. cost them no money, right? So just that sheer experiential aspect of variance mm -hmm. makes people recognize that like, oh, I have to do certain things. So even if they just become more conservative, right. that'll reduce their loss rate, That's right? That's true, yeah. Um, there's just like so much that occurs. Yeah. So when it's all said and done, when we look, when we zoom into the community of people who are investing money in real money poker day of day after day, the people who are putting in call it hundreds of hours a year, a lot of them, maybe even the vast majority of them, have a loss rate, but it's probably less than negative five percent ROI. I love uh -huh. sticky eyes, right? Man. Like on average, the losing players in the community are probably around three to five percent negative ROI. And then whales account for a huge amount. Yeah, which brings like rate. the average down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should have said the mean. Yeah. Um right, because the outliers are the ones that are actually contributing the most to the win rates. Yeah. And and you know, that's why when a whale sits a game, like it's a special event. It's time to eat. Right. Like <laughs> you might only get six or ten opportunities like this a year and it yeah. might account for like seventy I mean, percent of your win rate. You like right. the Andy Beal win days, right? Oh, that's extreme outlier, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that made careers. Yeah. Right. You know? Um, so yeah, I, I just think that like there's a lot about the math of the game that's very fascinating, can cross over to the chess world, and vice versa. Like if gambling became more of a thing in chess, I don't really see that as a net negative. Yeah. Right, like well, the people that would have an issue would be like call it the elite community. That's like you're reducing this game down to rubble and dollars, where it's all about strategy. But in maybe. reality, it's kind of like well, if you pick the right choices, like maybe there's like maybe chess is cooler if you get to play against the GM, but they don't get to play with the queen. Well, yeah. I honestly, I feel like no more. I think about this, like why isn't he going after friggin' like XQC and right. train wreck? Like these guys have a lot of kids that like them like a lot yeah probably more than the chess people it's very ironic because i think slots. i think we were very critical of people promoting slots yeah right and i think that that was born oh, yeah, off the fact slots are right <laughs> oh like land right. uh but i think the the big distinguishing factor between the two is that you cannot have a win rate in slots in slots right so true, yeah. even though the vast majority of the people that you're promoting to in both realms are going to lose money Unless in the ventures, advantage player. well, then you can break, have a break even yeah. rate. You <laughs> well, know, maybe you a small, a small you could, return. Yeah, I, I think guess. you can, you can make it very, very, very small. It's very capped. <laughs> Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for all intent and purposes, it's, it's relatively neutral, right? right? But that's kind of the big difference. Even though the majority of people may lose in both realms, in one realm, it's uncapped, or yeah, at least in one largely realm, you uncapped. have a chance yeah. of winning. Yeah, like I think there's a difference in compartmentalization. Like if I was gonna call for my small slots time, like playing with a friend who knew advantage play stuff, I was very okay with being like, oh yeah, like take my money. You said like you say this is positive ROI, done. Yeah. So I don't even see it from a gamble sense. I'm like, oh, this is a positive gamble. Right. Where if you see it from an addictive standpoint of oh, like I can't leave this machine, mm -hmm. that's a completely different mental block right. than seeing it for what it is well we have reddit to ask as well we have an am i the asshole that uh is not hans related 
Nice. So, am I the asshole for teaching my daughter how to play poker? My daughter is 10. I've played poker since I was 15. I used to play in a fairly decent-sized tournament up until five years ago. Now I pretty much play online for very low amounts or fake money. I like to play on the Zynga app. It's yeah. not the best, but it's Shout good to pass Zynga. the time. During the lockdown, being stuck at home, my daughter caught me playing online a few times. She seemed to take quite keen take quite a keen interest. She started asking questions. I would explain. I didn't want to at first because there was quite a lot to elaborate on. This guy sounds like he's real deep in the lab. Yeah. Nevertheless, Honey, this, is what a, this, this blocks. Uh, <laughs> right. Daughter asked, I answered. This happened over the course of the month. She seemed to get a good gist for it. Then one day, she asked for a thorough demonstration and complete knowledge and understanding of the game. I broke out my old professional poker set, and over the next two weeks or so, we would sit and play. I would explain which move would be made, and she explained that uh, and explained that if you didn't lose the hand, uh, you should always play the right game, de depending on the amount you're playing for, what percentage of your bank uh, you're risking, etc. This is important because it helps with the maths. Uh, we would only play when my wife would be on the other side of the house working from home. We would wait until she leaves and then bust <laughs> she out. She didn't know? Oh, no. Only and because story turns. I knew she would flip, Bro. not realizing learning anything is always beneficial. Lo and behold, she walks oh, in the room yeah. when I'm explaining to my daughter why she should not have played a particular hand. <laughs> I was explaining that her two pair was weak and there were two cards higher Wait, how old on the flop than five? her best card. Yeah, No, 10. No. And he's, he's mansplaining her two yeah, pairs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wife goes berserk, tells me to pack up the poker set. I thought explaining to our daughter had been learning for two months would help. Yeah, this made things worse. Far worse. Aye, aye, aye. The missus thinks this is terrible to teach a 10-year-old to quote-unquote gamble. We are now banned from practicing poker in the house, and I cannot play poker on my phone when my daughter is in the same room. My reason is that we're stuck in lockdown with not a lot to do. Daughter took an interest, so who am I not to answer the question she has? Furthermore, maths. Uh, my daughter can work out percentages much faster than two months ago. It all came with practice. Even furthermore, my daughter now has a thorough understanding of chance and risk. This is the education I wish I had when I was 10. So am I the asshole or not? Well, yes, because you didn't tell your Lying wife. Lying to you? Yeah, you're an asshole for hiding oh, things from your wife. Whoa, 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 whoa. It doesn't sound like he lied. He just sounded like hiding. Lying by omission. omission. Lying through omission. That's still lying. Uh, that's a white lie. Enough. Uh, well, it's just like, you know, that's her daughter, too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Right. Yeah, well, but, okay, but I think so also, don't marry somebody that you have this like with ethical the, dilemma with. Yeah, true. <laughs> but, but I will say with, like, the math and the, like, learning percentages and stuff, like, I was never into math or I never had any motivation to learn math or percentages or Probability. fucking Excel or anything until poker. So it does give some people motivation that maybe wouldn't have been there before to learn stuff that that isn't naturally interesting yeah i don't think there's a different like there's a difference between being am i the asshole for teaching poker under correct or terms am i the asshole, and for, lying am to I the asshole for lying to my wife <laughs> right it's like well these are two different questions <clears throat> yeah uh now if you have the debate of like is poker okay uh is poker <laughs> worth saying if you like okay i want to teach my daughter poker and then your wife says i don't think that's a good idea right now you can make the arguments that he's making for why poker is a plus, mm -hmm. but then also understanding that the negatives could be possible, but with education, like we're yeah, going I back to all the time. I think for education, because yeah. when you're exposed to it while being educated on how to think about it properly, you're less likely to fall into that trap of addiction. Sort of like shooting guns when you're a kid, right? Yeah. Like I think that's actually a really good analogy. I'm, I, I grew up with a... I was, I was very fearful of guns. My dad was a gun nut. I saw him put a gun in my mom's mouth. Like, oh. But as I got older, he taught me to shoot. And now I just have a very healthy respect for guns. Yeah. yeah. 
maybe a healthy that's what you'll see with people fear. who grew up well, shooting guns too is they understand the how lethal they are right. and respect that like i've shot everything and to this day even in a secure shooting range environment like i am very apprehensive of making sure everything's clear Calling and like going not, above not and beyond like anything. just just i'm very um i'm very like conscientious of the fact that i'm holding a deadly weapon yeah. i think fear is a good thing in that regard like fear fear is a negative it's, it's a very close overlap between fear and respect yeah yeah well that's like, you have, like tremendous respect for the thing that you're holding can kill somebody the way that mm -hmm. you view guns is the way that i view cars yeah because well, i similar, haven't had right? i similar, haven't right? had education yeah. when i was younger about driving in cars so now i over intellectualize how terrifying these mm -hmm. vehicles can actually be but to you as you joke about it well, like because you ride in cars still. that's right, because you have been exposed to cars a lot i've been exposed but i've never had the responsibility of being on in front of the wheel with somebody else right not yet exactly like, i haven't had the access to the education of like how uh big of a responsibility this is mm -hmm. that i've over intellectualized it myself where people say oh it's not a big of a deal everyone drives you know like how, how smart you have to be it's like well are people aware of the risks that they take when they do it I think about it all the time when I'm driving. Like, I can't believe we're allowed to drive these flying hunks of metal at each other. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's insane. But we do it. Yeah. You do yeah. it at 15. Yeah. 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 And then people are like, oh, like the, the stigma and the culture. And like got, when I was 15, all of us wanted our license and shit. It's like, yeah, you guys want to go 100 on the freeway and not realize how much risk you're putting other people in. No, we just want to drive around the block. Right? We just want independence. Um, I was doing 100 on the freeway mm -hmm. for sure. Well, I was, I was not part of that crew. We just wanted to Actually, drive. when he was 16, he was fine. It was when he turned 18 that he got like a certain... Well, that's because you that's gain... That's not the time to start doing illegal stuff. Do it before you turn 18. <laughs> well, that's because you gain experience. And then with the experience, you gain ego. And you're like, oh, I know... I know this better than people think I do. That's why you start when you're earlier than 18. This way you can gain experience and mm -hmm. not get caught. The right. issue is exactly. you could do something completely fucked up get and maybe your get yourself killed or somebody else. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That happens. That's life. That's true. That is life. Every day. I, I will it is crazy, though, that we, do, we, that we drive cars. That's kind of the underpinning to all these conversations. Thank though, you. Is that, like, you know, you can only regulate so much before mm -hmm. you just chalk it up to, like, that's life. I'm going to trust you as an individual to self-regulate. For sure. And I think like this is That's why there's defensive driving. That's why there's gun safety courses. And in this instance, like this guy's, you know, maybe a bit of an asshole because he probably doesn't know nearly as much of the maths as he claims. Uh, mm -hmm. You're such a fish. Why would you play two pair yeah, like that? <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Lo and behold, she plays like the Sim. Yeah. need to brush up a little bit. Let's get you a little GTO. Our mics are dead. Wait, what? The funny part is I grabbed my mic to say that our mics are dead. I don't understand. Everybody's saying our mics are dead. Our mics are uh -oh. dead? They can't hear us, Bob? That's life. Can't hear Burke or Conrad. Oh, mm. but you can hear us. You can hear us. Wow. wow. Check, check. Oh, guys, has silenced you new both. New podcast. Yeah. Three down. of us. Okay. So. What do you guys want to talk hey. about now? You guys want to talk about them without mm. them being able yeah, to respond? Yeah, let's talk about them. Mm -hmm. They can still hear us. <laughs> yeah, your mic just went out. So do you think Berkey's actually good at pickleball or? Yeah, he, mm. honestly, I told him yesterday. He I is good, but not as good as he thinks he is. No. I, Justin <laughs> thinks he's getting better. No, I've. Actually, he looked pretty good in those videos I saw. Thank not you. Gonna lie. As someone who just played with him many times, he's gotten way better yeah. in these past no, few he months. He did look pretty good. He, I, hate to, I hate to say it. I can't even respond. No, I know. Yeah, you don't get to respond. Back. We're back? 
Boo. You guys can hear Matt, right? They yeah. could always hear me. We could hear him the whole time. We Censor can, him. We can hear him, but I don't do, know if do the Do I have an equalizer when I talk? You do, sir. Okay, maybe they hear me. Man, it was so They're, funny. Are they trolling? Me? I don't know. Imagine they were Am just I trolling here? the whole time. Yeah. We were playing pickleball yesterday, and uh, it was me and Matt versus Leon and Justin. And Matt hit it like a great shot, and look at him. I go, Matt, that was a great shot. He goes, Not now. I'm trying to win. <laughs> oh I'm so fired the up. The way you are, it's so funny because like, no, I, chief, I'm in the when I'm zone. playing like a recreational game, I just I'm back. I can't get that. I can't get that. That's how I row. feel about poker. I feel, but when I'm playing poker, it's like I feel like okay, let's lock in. But when I'm playing pickleball, I'm like, let's fuck around. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, I. <laughs> I don't have much of that in my life. I can really be a recreational. I think that's how I feel about dating. I think like, I'm a recreational actually, with dating. It was actually so <laughs> funny. Let's fuck yeah. around and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. I'm like, I'll go to dinner. I've never seen like fun Melissa, but like pickleball Melissa was fucking I, hilarious. Recreational stuff. I like when I play poker recreationally, I'm so <laughs> was, much fun. It was me when and I'm Tim. not playing recreationally. I'm not fun. It was me and Melissa versus Tammy and Joanne. And after we win points, Melissa's just taking the paddle. Like, look at what the rock is cooking. I was cooking. I was doing all my emotes. So I had my cooking <laughs> emote. So that's actually a really great pickleball celebration. Because <laughs> right? you have the battle, so it's like a pan. Yeah. That's really fantastic. Yeah. All right, I have one more Am I the Asshole before we get out of here. Uh, Does it involve lying to your wife through omission? No, but it might involve Apollo. I think that he posted this anonymously. Am I the Asshole for telling a friend's friend that he couldn't keep the quote-unquote jackpot that he hit on my antique slot machine? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Had a party at my house last night. I have an antique slot machine from the 40s that is absolutely spotless working condition in my living room. My step-grandmother was a showgirl. She got it while dating a courtroom prior guy, guy prior to meeting my grandpa. Over the years, people have played it and maybe won a few quarters here and there, maybe a max of 50 at a time. As far as I know, the jackpot was never hit. Uh, so however it works, there was probably about $700 in the jackpot reserve that had built up over the years. I never bothered to have it cleaned out since it just seemed like a fun novelty. Well, a friend's friend hit the jackpot last night. I was fucking floored. When he legit thought he could keep my $700. His case was that he had been playing with his own money and I would have kept his quarters. My argument was I'd, I'd be happy to give him his quarters back if he asked, but what? I'm not a casino. And while I'm not destitute, I can't afford to give somebody $700. Come on, man. Argument caused the party to wind down to one of my best guy friends. Oh, Oh, so this is definitely a girl. Uh, one of my best guy friends basically told the guy he'd been he'd be in real shit if he tried to leave with the money. Uh, but the guy threatening to come back with the cops and sue me in small claims court. I have no idea if that was realistic, but no cops came back. So was I the asshole for not letting him keep the money? Edis. Sorry, guys. I can't answer such witticisms as why are you so shitty? Witticism. Because uh, W-I-T-T-I-C-I-S-M-S. Uh, because I've been banned. Edit number two. Wow, since I'm a quote-unquote baby gangster who's been running an illegal <laughs> gaming operation, both things that have been said in this thread, I may as well go whole hog and start running guns and pimping underage. <laughs> Andy and alba alpacas to people who would pay for the privilege. This kind of seems like taking it to the nth degree. I'm really that bad question mark. I just thought I had a cool thing my step-grandma got Banging a dude from the courtroom. <laughs> you never want to go whole hog. You're, you're going to keep on. the money, though. And in three, I got to address this one directly. Oh, no. Quote, unquote. Okay. If this was really last night, give it a week or a month and see how many friends, especially mutual friends, are no longer talking to you. Forget our votes. Listen to them. Also, forget small claims. You need to worry more about hearing from your state's gambling commission. Okay. First of all, 
Oh my God. There are you seven are edits. For the reason that you asked this question, not genuinely, you don't want to hear if you're an asshole or not. Like this person's just editing, editing to prove why they're right. There are 12 edits in this yeah. fucking thread. I mean, and also like, DePaulo, like just give asked. the mush the 700 bucks, <laughs> bro. Yo, he needs that. He's down bad right now. Come uh, on, man. It's $700. You get that like daily on ACR. What's funny, going on here? The funny part the is, is if he w did have the cops come back, she'd be arrested for having a gambling device in her For house. sure. Yeah. Okay. 100% Wait, arrested. Well, can can I, you're probably alive to have the slot can you i just get not this story straight so she had people come over friends come over they'd play the slot machine lose their money right and then leave yes and, Unless and that money built up in the slot machine Actually, i think the more and then important, somebody finally hit it and she's like no i'm keeping all that i think the more important point is that at the very beginning, he actually said that people would like win or lose X amount of money, but it was just small. Right. So if people are yes. actually winning money, right? I mean, that's that's the story. But except wait. if they are not allowed to win the jackpot, oh, then that heavily sways it in her. Don't say wait. There's right. more. There's more. Edit eleven. Oh, the plot thickens. Thank you to some very helpful people who own slot machines who DM me. And, a, and were able to suggest experts in my area. I was able to call a local person who works on antique slots. My machine is highly customized, but it's based around a pretty well-known model from that era. Uh, and he said, I could tell right away if the machine was broken or had been tampered with. In my very, very, very amateur job of checking it over, it does appear that this little piece is either broken or misplaced. So it looks like this piece of shit guest actually broke my machine to steal my money. There wasn't a legit jackpot at all. I don't have confirmation of this until the repair guy is able to come later this week. <laughs> okay. But it looks like that's what happened. Right. So you're right. You're right. This well, is the kind of person you, you're right. You're right. And then, yeah. you, just, and then you just don't talk it, to It them is anymore. wild. <laughs> like a, where it's like, okay, I would give you your money back if you asked for it. No, no. I mean, that's an insane... That's a, that, they put course. the onus on the other person bringing to ask this for their money back. Full circle, bringing this full circle to the idea of education in the gambling space, this is the clearest, clearest example of somebody who's willing to free roll someone else. Right. And it's all born out of not comprehending risk and reward. You can right. also yes. learn that through poker. That's true. Where you get ace-king versus ace-king, mm -hmm. someone spots the flush draw. That, that is also true. No one's giving your fucking money back. Yeah, where's you your money back? Chop it, bro. We have the same hand. <laughs> same hand, bro. Same hand. Uh, you are the asshole. <laughs> Ryan DePaulo. <laughs> you and your antique slot machine. Hashtag justice for mush. Hashtag justice for more taking everyone's money until they hit the jackpot. Then you and it's and not then you real. claim tampered and yeah. they broke it. Chad, yeah. throw, throw, not confirmed, but he don't broke talk it. about my friend Ryan DePaulo. All right, Chad, he wouldn't do that. I, I, I need you guys here. I need you throw up uh, throw up a hashtag justice for mush on Twitter. Go find Ryan DePaulo. <laughs> Let him know that he needs to give the mush seven hundred dollars. So don't give him any context. <laughs> Just tell him. Enough is enough. Give the man his $700 jackpot. <laughs> Hashtag justice for the mush. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's funny, actually. All right. I'm, I'm behind this now. He's Fuck so, you. He's so give, give mush 700 Let's yeah. go, baby. Let's go. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this late night pod. I hope you guys enjoyed the Am I the Asshole segment. Uh, leading off with Hans being quite the a-hole. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We're going to be back tomorrow at noon Pacific. I don't believe I have a game at Bellagio, so we're going to be here at the normal time. Save you money now. We're going to be joined by Matt Hunt. As always, Wednesday Strat Chat. So we are going to be getting into the weeds. Uh, looking forward to it from everybody. Landon and I got some pickleball to go play. Fuck, I guess I'm kind of back, man. What He's the back. heck? I'm going to. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, what are we let's cooking? Go.
No, but no, you have to show them the dance. I can't. I have to stand up for it. But it's basically I take my paddle and I go like this, and I lift my leg up. I'm not gonna do that because I'm not wearing socks. Okay. No <laughs> uh, free feet. Dogs are barking. Yeah. No free feet. All right, that's gonna do it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow noon Pacific. Thank you. Peace. Peace.